Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. I'm so excited about today's guest, and this is such a great message to hear with such a fantastic guest because it's something that I've been preaching about for a long time for, that's so important for all of us, including me, uh, is to get up and get moving. And today's guest is Lisa Hare. And Lisa, let's start this off with a... <laughs> Woohoo! Let's go. All right. That's what I like to hear is an enthusiasm. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know or hasn't found Lisa's Instagram page yet, Lisa is going to be competing in the upcoming season of American Ninja Warrior. And I think it's so awesome that somebody with ankylosing spondylitis, a diagnosis, is going to be competing so it, it's just an amazing, you know, challenge that she set in front of herself. And with that said, Lisa, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I'm like loving every minute of it, all of the challenges. My body's learning to do new things I never would have thought I could do. It's so much fun. I, I can't believe that I'm actually going to be on American Ninja Warrior either. <laughs> Well, that's an amazing feat for anybody that's even in tip-top condition, let alone somebody that's dealing with, you know, a condition like what all of us have. So let's take a big step back and tell me a little bit about okay. your journey to the diagnosis of AS. Tell me what the path was that you took to find out that you had this condition. Oh, man. So um, I started developing symptoms when or at least severe symptoms when I was 17 and um, I, my mom had to help me to get out of bed, which was so weird because my whole life I was like the top athlete varsity all four years in high school and I can't get out of bed. I couldn't walk from one class to the next class my senior year in high school. And I, I was trying to get a scholarship to, to pay for my college. So we just started going to different doctors. Nobody could quite figure it out. And then through the next nine years, holistic medicine, so Eastern, Western, everything that you could try, everyone promising that they can help me. And then six months later, I have no idea what's wrong with you. I can't help you at all. Like, you need to find something else. And similar story to so many people just giving up on finding out what's wrong and learning how to just work with the pain and move through it. And then I did make it through undergrad doing track and cross country, but I missed so many seasons of races. And I remember just trying to get to the track, forget running on the track, but I was using the walls. I'm sure everyone's felt this way, but like using the walls um, in the hallways at the hotels for our meets, just like trying to get down to get on the bus to get to the track. And it's like, oh man, how am I going to do this today? But somehow, some way I made it through four years and then I went to PA school and that was really rough. I kept my rolly chair next to my bed so I could use my arms to get myself into the chair and then I would push myself into the bathroom to get ready and somehow, some way, praise God, made it through PA school. And it was in a lecture in PA school that they were talking about ankylosing spondylitis. And I was like, man, that sounds a lot like me. 
but I sure don't want that to be me. And my roommate was like, hey, that sounds a lot like you. Then even that, that was in 2015. It, it still took until 2018 when I asked a medical provider to please order these tests on me. And they're like, I don't, you know, you, you probably don't have it. You're young. You're a female. I don't think so. I was like, well, can you please just order it? And of course, ANA came back positive. So she sent me to the rheumatologist. I was like, will you please order HLA B27? And she's like, okay, like I'll order it. Of course, came back positive. Then she's looking at everything. She's like, oh yeah, actually you do have English spondylitis. And, and that was a nine year journey to get to that point. And by the time I was told it, I was in such denial that I wasn't ready to receive it. So you had all the symptoms. You had the diagnosis from yeah. the doctor. Mm -hmm. Choosing to accept it, I know, has got to be a challenge. And I say that because there's more information now than, say, when I was diagnosed, when it was just like, here's what you have. And it's like, oh, oh okay. And away you go. Yeah. I'm glad in many ways that the Internet didn't exist when I was diagnosed because I probably would have researched it to, to no end as I yeah. tried to figure out what was going on. So. I really feel for everybody that's getting the diagnosis, there's new medicines, there's new treatments, there's all that, but it's also, there's tons of information that can just put people into overload. It's so heavy. It can be such a burden to have that knowledge. So once you got the diagnosis, well, you didn't want to accept it. Did you start any type of treatments to help yourself, medications or anything to help you stay limber with and continue to do your exercise? So I really did not want to go on a biologic. I, I do prescribe them for my patients but because I work in dermatology, but I always offer lifestyle changes first. And I just wasn't comfortable with the research behind biologics with AS. And I thought if I do need them, I, I want to, if they only work on average for this many years per patient, I want to wait and like as long as I can and talk to my roommate and she knew I was going to push through, do all of the exercising, all of the dieting that I always had been doing. And she put me on 2,400 milligrams of Duexis every day, which is ibuprofen mixed with an H2 blocker. So it's supposed to decrease on the gastric ulcers because I had already had two stomach ulcers at that point just from taking so much leave. And I was not, I, I'm like 105 pounds. So I wasn't comfortable taking that much, but she was like, you don't, you don't really have a choice. You take this or you take this and a biologic. And so I was like, okay, fine. Except that I took it. I got another stomach ulcer. <laughs> and I was like, can you please cut the dose? And because it didn't help. It didn't take my pain away. I didn't have any like decrease in flares and severity or in frequency. It just seemed to have a mind of its own and it went with the weather and the medication wasn't helping at all. And I was getting side effects from it. And I had done the AIP diet and I did that like to a T, did it perfectly. I had tried being vegan, had tried vegetarian, had tried to find my like personal inflammatory um, markers with foods and things like that. And kind of just through experiment found some things that work for me and other things that don't, but I'm currently not on any medication at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Diet. And, and I, I hate to use that word diet because that connotates like a short term way to you, you know, people think of it in such a negative or term terminology, but diet is it's funny true. for everybody. And what works yeah. well for someone, a lot of times, more so with this AS, I think, but, you know, I, I can eat tomatoes 
they don't bother me. And other people can eat a tomato and have massive flares from it. Yeah, the nightshades. Right. And tomatoes just don't bother me. Eggplant doesn't bother me. But my gosh, if I start to, and this has really come about in the last probably five, six years, if I eat processed flour, things of that nature, forget it. I'm going to feel like a train hit me. My body just does not want to process that. So it makes a big difference. And with you being a physician's assistant, you see a lot of research that comes across a lot of the medical journals. And I'm guessing anything that's got AS and it probably catches your eye faster than just about anything else. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of a lot of drug reps for different biologics come to my office and they're teaching me about their medications from from their standpoint and different case studies. And they're all teaching me about psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. But of course, I always get all the information I can about AS as well. And then whenever they they connect the dots, they're every time they get new updates, they're like, okay, we just got approved for this, this, and this to this age. And guess what's new with AS? And like. Tell me information. I want it. Well, it's neat to have it <laughs> come in from. Good. Yeah, I was gonna say it's neat to have it come in from that perspective because, again, so many of the folks that I talk to on a regular basis, we don't have a medical background. We've got a in yeah. in worst case scenario a doctor Google, but in best case scenario, you know, somebody that we know that's a doctor that we can bounce ideas off of. So it's really interesting to hear it from from your perspective. Yeah. Well, and so. So many of us aren't familiar with ankylosing spondylitis anyways. I mean, how, how many doctors did we all have to go to? How many medical providers did we all spend so much time and money going to that never got closer to finding out what was going on with our bodies? It's, it's just, I feel like it's just understudied and not well enough known. But it's getting better. People are learning a lot more about it. And we got featured on The Good Doctor, so... Yeah, that, we're soon going to be featured on American Ninja Warrior, so we're moving in the right direction. And that was my <laughs> next question. You, as a runner, have stayed fit, stayed active as much as possible, and you decided, for whatever reason, that you were going to join or try out for American Ninja Warrior, which... Could you explain what that show is to anybody that's listening, say, from out of the United States and, and is not really familiar with what it is? Yeah, American Ninja Warrior is a television show, but it's it's a whole competition of what we call ninja. And there's other ninja leagues that we compete in all year round, too. This is just kind of like the grand finale. And it is obstacle courses set up that you're timed. You have to get through as fast as you can. You're competing against girls and guys. So we're all lumped into the same competition. You're throwing your body from one to the next, holding only by your hands. Um, There's really small holds to grab onto so your fingers have to be strong. Your whole body has to work together. And you, you don't know what obstacle you're about to do until maybe even only 30 minutes before the course. And so it's a lot of mental and a lot of physical challenge as well. With that, because you have competition against everybody. Now, I watch the show, so I'm familiar with it. Was there any concern about you competing with having AS? Did the show doctors have any type of, I'm assuming, waivers or special waivers that you needed to to, uh, do? (laughs) Yeah, they they did. I had to sign a waiver that said that I didn't have any back or neck conditions that could be worsened by doing them. And I was like, wait, like, 
guys, that's the reason that I'm on the show is because I have AS. It can definitely get worse. <laughs> and they were like, well, you know, like, and I get where they're coming from. It's a liability thing. So I, I did have to sign that I don't have anything that could get worse <laughs> from the show. But really, the show is not going to make anything worse. It's autoimmune. It just might hurt a little bit more for a while. <laughs> yeah, there might be something that takes a little longer to recuperate from than others. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. for anybody that's not watched the show, some of the contestants blow right through this course in, what, 60 seconds, 80 seconds, something crazy. And then other contestants, well they kind of get the heck beat out of them from one obstacle or another. If I was younger and in, in good shape, I would think it would be an amazing thing to try out for. I'm too old, out of shape, and fake hips and a frozen back that they wouldn't even let me near it to look at the course, let alone get on it. We would all be encouraging you. <laughs> well, I'll be encouraging you from the couch as you get up and go. <laughs> and one of the things is you on your Instagram page, and it's, at Lisa Nichols hair, and I'm going to have an, a link in the show notes. I want everybody to go out there and, and follow Lisa. You also are having ankylosing spondylitis ninja t-shirts, AS ninja shirts that our people can get. Yes. So that's my ninja name. Everybody has a ninja name and I am the AS ninja. And the shirt is actually some, uh, another AS warrior actually designed the ribbon, the AS awareness ribbon with the spine going through and she fused the spine as well. And then I combined that um, with another artist of an actual photo of me doing a pegboard and we're putting that image up on a bunch of shirts and it says AS Ninja and on the back it says even when it hurts and they're super, super cool. I'm putting them on a website. If anybody wants them, get them. We're all warriors, so board it. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm going to have to go out and order one. And what's the website going to be? <laughs> oh, man. So it's going to be on my Instagram. So that's going to be so awesome. Folks can go out. They can order a T-shirt. So what they really want to do is follow along on your Instagram page, and you'll be able to show when those are available. Yes. As I said, I'll have a link in the show notes, or just go on the spondypodcast.com website, go to episode number 94 what the episode is with lisa talking and then you can link right to any of her social media there if you can't remember it just go to spondypodcast.com backslash 94 it'll take you right there once you compete on american ninja warrior are there any goals past that is there any other type of competitions athletic endeavors that you want to try and push to do this is kind of the holy grail of ninja um i'm sure that I'll always have, have different goals, maybe going to triathlon, things like that. But right now my heart is so into Ninja, but after stage one, there's stage two and then there's finals in Vegas. So I would love to someday be able to make it to finals in Vegas. As of right now, it's usually like only the pros. It's only like the top five max females make it in the whole country to Vegas and they've been doing it for a lot longer than me and their bodies are a little bit more interested in actually doing that so we'll see but that would be my goal if one day I could make it all the way to Vegas it would be amazing well if you can get on the course walk up the up ramp and even make it across the <laughs> lily pads or whatever they call those I'll be the shrinking steps yes I'll be way beyond impressed Yay! You get that far. I consider that a major win. So Aww. it's incredible. I think that's so awesome that you're doing that. That's so great that 
you've got this medical background to start looking at AS and, and different ways that if you run across a patient with it or understanding the biologics as they come across and these different options that are available out there, you know, I'd be curious to hear, do you still do a lot of running? Ooh, running has been a tough one for me. Surprisingly, I'm able to do ninja more days than I'm able to run. I definitely don't do long runs. I won't usually go more than four miles but my SI joints have a harder time with runs than they actually have with weightlifting and with ninja. I think because so much of ninja is hanging from your arms, mm -hmm. so, so much of it is on your shoulders and so much of it is in your core, it still hurts your SI joints. Any movement hurts, but it, it almost stretches out my spine a little bit too. As crazy as it is, I'm able to do ninja more than I'm even able to run. I mean, I still, I still might get lucky and one month I might be able to run like every week, but I've had probably like eight months in a row where I keep trying to go out on a run and the length is so bad that my form is terrible. So then it's causing injuries in other areas and I'll just back off at that point and go get in the pool or get on a bike or do something different. Well, and as everybody knows, the pool is, you know, access to a pool is so key for anybody with AS and the exercise yeah. that you can get from being that, that weight taken off of your joints is huge. Oh yeah. And so, you know, one of the things you and I talked about before we started the recording button was exercise in general and how important it is. Could you speak a little bit about how important the exercise is, just the movement? It doesn't have to be American Ninja Warrior. It doesn't have to be, you know, MMA, just getting up and moving. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's so important. One of the things that my rheumatologist told me was that the reason I didn't have fusions yet was because I had been so committed to movement. And even even on those days where it, it's, it's impossible to even roll yourself over in bed, if you can just do something. And my goal is not to push everyone to try to get on American Ninja Warrior, but I'm hoping that if people can see me with AS doing something as radical as American Ninja Warrior, that something that's equally radical for them, that day, that challenge, they would just feel encouraged to get up and try it. So if that day, if your biggest challenge is I want to get up and I want to get all the way to the kitchen and make breakfast, that's awesome. Get up, walk over there, do it. Was it super painful? While you're over there, you have to get back one way or another. You're going to keep moving. And the more you move, the better it is. And the more you can move, but as best as you can, be best you can that day. And then also having grace for yourself, too. Remembering we're all different. We're all in different stages of AS, and we all handle things very differently. And depression is a huge part of AS, so feeling alone is a huge part of AS. And just finding community that encourages you and builds you up and pushes you to be your personal best, but not a comparison, is so huge. That's very key. We discovered that you and I don't live all that far from each other. You don't meet that many people that have AS. And so right. when that ability to get together and interact, parties can be at different stages of AS, but yeah. it's always great to have that person that they don't even have to really push you, but it's a sounding board. It's somebody to talk to. It's somebody to reach out to and say, you know, I'm feeling a little down today or I've been down this week or 
whatever. Everybody needs that connectivity, that support system. And AS is a challenging one because so many of us know that when you go, oh, my shoulder hurts or my my hips hurt, then somebody jumps in, not meaning to be negative on what you're doing with, oh yeah, I had arthritis or I had that. And many feel that it downplays their condition. You have to accept that in whatever way you can to get past it. But it definitely works best, I think, when you can reach out to somebody else with AS who gets it. For sure. Yeah. And remember, every single person's story is different. We're We're all unique humans. We might all have been diagnosed with AS or something similar, but we're still all unique. Our pain is in a unique place at a unique level on that day. It's different than it was the day before, too. And having grace for yourself and grace for the people around you and um, understanding, even when someone comes to you, you can never fully understand someone else's experience, but we can be there to love each other and, and just support each other through it. When you meet somebody else or have that discussion on AS with somebody else that has AS, like you said, we're all at different levels of where we're at with the disease, but it makes you a much more empathetic to the plight that they're going through. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's it's so huge to have people that, like, come closer to understanding. Otherwise, it it does kind of seem like everybody's just downplaying it. It's like, this is what I did for my back pain. This is what I did for my back pain. I'm sure everyone listening to this is so tired of hearing that. (laughs) it's so much better to just have someone that's just like yeah it's rough me too (laughs) exactly well you're gonna be on what is this coming up season 13 of american ninja warrior yeah yeah season 13 and that's on nbc for anybody that's listening and there'll be a link in the show notes to the nbc page on american ninja warrior and people can reach out to you on instagram is there do you use twitter or facebook or anything of that nature I have Facebook as well, same name, Lisa Nichols Hair. But most of my journey is on Instagram. That's almost all of my videos get posted there, put stuff on my story. You want to see fun stuff, it's there. I took a really terrible fall yesterday, speaking of which. So as soon as I find the footage for that, that will be entertaining for everyone to see. I have some bruises and scrapes and raw skin (laughs) oh you can see the failures as long or along with the successes oh were you practicing for american ninja warrior yeah i train like at least three days a week specifically for american ninja warrior and it's i'm sure everyone with as can understand it like the mental part is so hard because you've spent so many years believing that you can't do things and then it balance obstacles. It's like, you want me to do what on <laughs> unstable everything? And, and the warps wall, too. It's like, you want me to put all of my weight with all of my force on that leg and push off right now when my SIs are throbbing? What? <laughs> and so it's a huge mental battle before I go into these obstacles. And sometimes I bust it, and then the mental battle gets worse. But... So far, I always end up getting it. And oh my goodness, what what kind of encouragement that is. That is like, awesome. I got it. And then filming it and rewatching it to remind myself I can do things. It's been so helpful. Well, this is awesome. I, Lisa, I can't thank you enough for your time. And it's so great to, again, not only connect with other people with AS, but to hear your story. 
again, everybody's journey is different. So I love to hear what others are doing and accomplishing that have AS. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. And again, for anybody listening, go to the show notes. I'll have a link to Lisa's Instagram page. And at some point, just keep paying attention to her Instagram page. At some point, you're going to see the opportunity (laughs) to go out. There's a link usually in the bio section that can go off to a website or a link tree or whatever. And that way they can get a t-shirt to help support the whole process and, and be their own Ninja warrior. And and I just think that is so awesome. Yay. Thank you so much, Jason. I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, it's been great. I can't wait to watch your journey as you go along with this. And again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me on here. My pleasure. (laughs) You have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. Thank you.